Thanks, Fat Foods. Here We're we back. are. Let's get it. Dude, good seeing you, buddy. I know, It's man. been a little good bit. Good seeing you, too. It's been a little bit, right? It seems like it because, like, I want to hang out with you every other day. Right, But right. when we got to wait a couple of weeks in between episodes. The feeling know. is mutual, my man. Ah, dude. Cheers to that, man. Hey, cheers to Simple Machine as well. Cheers. Shout out to the Simple Machine team. It's like guys, a dream and, team. And cheers to you as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason we can't cheers you guys. Right? You guys, what guys? <laughs> ah, <laughs> we've got <laughs> guests. Guys. We've got guests. This is the first time Fat Dudes, Fat Foods. P-H-A-T. Spell it right. Yeah, that's right. Get that's it right. right. Fat Dudes, Fat, fat Foods. It's so, uh, my buddy Brett, my buddy Jaron from Wild Arizona Cuisine. I was trying to think of like how, like, this is backyard barbecue, and these guys, mm-hmm. that's not backyard. We're backwoods barbecue. Backyard, yeah, backwoods, yeah, yeah, right? So I'm like, <laughs> where do we make the connection? And then the more I just, you know, thought about these dudes and how down to earth they are and the way they're able to interpret things, at oh, least yeah. to me, they can make shit sense to me. Anybody can understand it, I think. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And just spending a little time, just a little small uh, space and time with them, you can already tell it's, yeah. it's within the fabric of them, man. These dudes get down. Yeah. I checked out their social media. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't want to hype them up too much, but, man, y'all are, y'all are some <laughs> special <laughs> cats. We, got, we have special guests. <laughs> Food Network star. Extraordinary. <laughs> That's for the, the only time, reason. For the time being. <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted you on, Brett, was what like about how all the we other got times? that. <laughs> well, that was just a buildup. I, mean, I yeah. knew that they would, yeah. you would, would slip happen. through the cracks yeah. at Food Network at one day. <laughs> right. I mean, that's exactly how it felt. Like, holy shit. Like, for years, for years, I turned them down for things. Yeah. Not I remember you telling me Food that. Network, like, yeah. but like, I've turned down Top Chef and Hell's Kitchen and Guy's Grocery Games and cutthroat kitchen or whatever is that what it's called <clears throat> ninja uh, knife fight kitchen i think is one of them, all right? kinds of <laughs> right all all kinds of shit because it n- just it never made sense ah, <clears throat> chopped yeah. sure chop came through phoenix a couple years ago and everyone said well how come you weren't on there and i said because i said no N- didn't make sense what do you mean it didn't make sense because you're going you're unrepresentative of yourself mm-hmm. you may be able to put your own twist on something but they're presenting a challenge to you it's a competition i've never i've never got my rocks off to like competing cooking like you want to fucking compete i wrestled through college yeah (laughs) cooking it's about love and intimacy and passion and it's just it's it's never been that for me so this show came up and and they asked me to come on and to bring our concept with us, you and Jaron's wild Arizona, right? Cuisine. So that yeah. that was different. Uh, that was different. Where I where I could usually, you know, I don't. Want, I'm. I saw a Top Chef episode, and I haven't watched it probably in like twelve years. So like, here's where I am with pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, here's where I am with pop culture. I think Marcel was on there. It might have been the first season. Okay. Uh, they had to make something out of a vending machine. Hmm. Great. I go to a vending machine. If I'm starving, I've worked for fucking 17 hours. I got up in the middle of the night to forge your dinner before yeah. you woke up. Wow. <clears throat> and I'm hungry by the time I've served it. And I'm like, okay, I'll give me a bag of Cheetos. It happens. <laughs> I'm not making you a fucking fine dining meal off of that. Yeah. I'm not making you any meal off of that. I wouldn't serve it to you. It, it, so, so it didn't that, even that never, you It too. never made yeah. sense. It never made yeah. sense at all. And the winners won something like 10 grand. You get California tax. You come home with what? 3,500. It just yeah. didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it never made sense. And I always had a kitchen to take care of. Yeah. Mm. Whether yeah. we were mm. in Chicago, I was the head chef there. Whether we were in Scottsdale or Cave Creek, Cave Creek like, I've, yeah. I've, always, I've yeah. always been the head chef. So to tell someone, like, I think he used to be gone for like eight weeks on Top Chef. 
Yeah. Oh, really? That's a long and time, I think he won. I, honestly, I think he won like twenty five grand back then. But again, California taxes. I was that was a little tongue in cheek, but not really. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. come back with half of it, yeah, but you were gotcha. gone for eight weeks. You didn't get paid. No one's fucking paying a chef while you're gone. Yeah. You think Roca Accor would have paid me while I went to Hell's Kitchen for oh, eight please weeks? Please do, Brett. Please leave. Right, yeah, go <laughs> do so that. Funny. Go go win a show and then don't come back here, but we'll pay you while you're gone. And your kitchen will be totally fucked when you get back if you don't win, yeah. and then you'll look like a dick anyway. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett so, Pepper. Yeah, let's go. So, it made more sense this time. It yeah. was bringing ourselves. Uh, and, and so it was something I was hesitant about, uh, but in the end we went, we went through with it just for the main reason of get our point across to the international public. So who win, lose or draw, who cares? We know what we're capable of. We're confident with that. Our business is successful. Let's, let's show the food network who's never seen anyone like us. Let's show them Pima corn. Let's show them Navajo steamed corn. Let's show them Pinol. Let's show them fiddlehead ferns. Let's show them mushrooms we foraged ourselves. Yeah. Let's show them salt bush. Let's show them watercrep. Let's show them everything. They salt don't know bush? anything about you. Yeah, That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and like then they think I'm. Bush? And then then, you know, the way things will go with these shows, uh, we just we'll drive and you know we create our own uh, our own facts and things. I think that's what they thought I was seasoning with instead of salt. Ah. It's like a finishing. Yeah. It's a salty yeah. bush. It's like to finish with. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And there's there's pa- there's power into sticking to your guns, right? Yeah. Right. Doing what you do, yep. making sure that it fits within you know what you do, and just pacing and right. timing too, right? Like, I would be embarrassed to go <clears throat> on international television and not be like proud to tell my family, mm, like my on. mom and dad, yeah. my my brother, my sister. I, it would be embarrassing to go on there. And, and be false, you know, start yeah. playing the, oh, why are you wearing a chef coat all of a sudden? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Who's that? You know, they yeah. made me, they, they thought, you know, most people will wear like, you know, a black chef coat and that <clears throat> you have to send a picture in of, of everything you're going to wear on set. Well, I don't wear a chef coat because guess what? It doesn't make the food taste better. Come on, <laughs> baby. I, I, I love it. It doesn't. I, I, try, it. I tried. I tried. It's That's science. <laughs> it does not make the food taste better. Comfortability actually, I think, makes the food taste better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you see us in flip flops and shorts sometimes. Well, one, we were probably walking a lot this morning. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. if it makes the food taste worse, then call me out on it. Yeah. I'll punch you in the face. Yeah. And you can you smell my feet through this this dip right then, then please. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you know, with the cookout vibe, that's one of the yeah. things we always say, man, she, she put her foot in this. <laughs> yeah. That means like, man, you really threw it down, right? Exactly. You gotta be, you gotta be in your so element. So we're putting our feet in everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything. Oh man. Well, I showed up to a dinner. We uh, we have a couple of NFL guys that we cook for in the valley, and showed up to a dinner about a week ago. And just one guy. They're here training. It's nothing, nothing fancy or anything. Yeah. But I texted him. I said, I hope you don't mind, but I got like muddy feet and flip flops and shorts on today. And he was like, That's cool. What y'all been into? <laughs> oh, we've been walking up and down the creek, cutting watercress and mint for like hours. I don't have time to go home and like shower and make myself look like a chef in front of you. Yeah. He was like, dude, your food smacks. Yeah. Like, just come on yeah. down. Like, so, right. But he had to clarify, like, All right, w- w- wait, why are you muddy? Well, yeah. you, know, right. you know, dragons. And, well, you know, you know it, was super, it was super cool. Uh, <clears throat> it's super cool to see people in like walks of life where he like – I see this guy play football on Sundays. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. big. That's to crazy. Me, to yeah. me. 
he's got me on phone calls, like conference calls and, you know, speakers. He's playing poker with, you know, some of these guys that are the best in the league. Like, hey, man, tell him about what you just made for dinner for uh, me tonight. Uh, hey, man. he made something called fiddlehead. What are those fiddleheads? <laughs> and, you know, you got guys that, you know, have won MVPs and defensive player of the year three times uh, yeah. and you know, interested in what you're doing. Like, can I get a fucking autograph? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dope. That's Damn, so you dope. Got, like, you guys are yeah. smashing people on TV. That's cool. Like, forget it. Forget what we, yeah, but that's mushrooms and stuff. Like, yeah. tell us about like, <laughs> tell us about like the NFL. You know that stuff's cool, but it's it's allowed us to be in all these different walks of life. Being out of yeah. a restaurant's allowed us to to do a backyard barbecue. Yeah, you want to do a backyard barbecue? We'll do one off. I mean, the last one <clears throat> I did a few weeks ago. I mean, I think we started three or four different fire pits on the property. Uh, wait, where know? at your place? No, Paradise oh. Valley. Okay, okay. You go, you go to other, no, other yeah, places. Yeah. Yeah. None. Oh, I mean, we may cook for ourselves. Yeah. That's where his smoker lives most of the time. It's oh, on the farm, yeah. but okay. nice. he can tell you about that. Well, I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah, well, we're here. I, I, I want to know what kind of smoker we, is here, Like, normally it's Jonathan and I, like, all right, here's kind of some of the stuff we might know. This, <laughs> <laughs> right? Flexing on each other. But this one, we're like, tell us, tell us more, right? So the whole show, the premise is, like, how can we entertain at home? Right. right? Like, you know, a group of people. You know, whatever. Six people, ten people, twenty yeah, man. people. Mm-hmm. You know? Something at the crib for the common folk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Jaren, let's start with you. You barbecue at home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have you been always? Like, have you always been into, like, backyard barbecuing? Yeah, yeah. I think it started off, like, I guess, uh, grilling steaks with my dad. Yeah. Uh, as a kid. And then, I think just before, uh, in the middle of my career, I found like smoky meats very interesting so i read a little bit about it and i knew that the only way to do it was to actually go for it myself so okay bought the little walmart 35 dollars smoker it's like <laughs> the thinnest metal in the world that it's that it's used. it doesn't hold doesn't it's hold foil. yeah it doesn't hold heat very well but that's what i started on and and just like every other uh uh pit master out there they say that they, if you're just getting started that your your first batch is your first round is never gonna come out what you're thinking like you think it's gonna come out great but then yeah. you're like ah, actually maybe then you start thinking like maybe i don't want to do this because this is a little difficult but that's the type of food that i like doing is stuff that takes a little bit more time and care to get it to where it needs to be perfect and mm. seasoned the right way and acceptable not just to myself but also the people that i want to serve and whether it's my family or whether it's a guest at a restaurant or just some random random person come up and want some food i gotta make sure it tastes good so yeah you take pride in that. Yeah. Take pride in that. That's yeah. awesome, man. Because yeah. I, I always I always pride myself on, man, I'm not going to cut no corners. <laughs> yeah, Until yeah, exactly. I saw what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm bending corners, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Bend it till it breaks. Yeah. 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 Well, well, that's that's kind of a cool. I mean, even even to the to element of like the wood that you guys use mm-hmm. for for your smokers, right? Like yep. you're, you're you don't you don't have a wood person, really, do you? Oh, there's people we can just like foraging. There's always people we can lean on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but in general, like we're already out that much. Why not fill up the bed of his truck with wood and the back mm. of my truck and the coolers with all the foraging stuff? Mm. And how and like can people do that? Like if I wanted to go out today and like you know what, Brett, I'm gonna put on my sneakers and I'm gonna go out and. Can you? Forge you wood. Go, you can, you will, can, yeah, can you or can will you? Can I? Uh, Am yes, I able you're to, capable of doing it. So uh, if so somebody some, wanted to do that, There are right? some spots you want to see that uh, you need wood cutting permits. Yeah. Okay. So okay. if we're in an area like that, and we know we're predominantly going to be in an area like that, then we would apply and pay for a wood cutting permit. Right. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, 
there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of gray areas. As long as you're not collecting to sell, yeah, yeah, is yeah. usually is usually an okay time. I mean, collect for some personal use or something, right? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's the it's the same thing as like if you were camping for five days and you were out in the forest and you were filling the bed of your truck up and you weren't, you're obviously not going to sell it. It's for yeah. personal use. That's yeah. no problem. Yeah. But if you're out in the forest and you fill your the bed of your truck up and you come back and sell it, yeah, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Sure. The forest didn't get their money. It's just okay. like foraging. We took everything and we didn't give anything back. Uh, yeah, uh, which is a cornerstone to foraging, right? Like, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Uh, so, so it's, it's, if we're doing an event, and we're in the forest, and we have a twenty top in the middle of the forest, and we're right. staying overnight. Then, of course, we're collecting the wood <clears> there because it ties right into just the same thing. If the food came from there, the mm. wine came from there. Yeah. We're set up there. We're staying there tonight. It's this connection. Yeah. So it's got it's got to be within reason. You can't just drive a couple hours up north and knock yeah. down the biggest no, no, fucking no, no, tree. No, no, yeah, no, definitely no, can't. No, yeah, no, you no, definitely no. can't be. So a lot of what we deal with, anyways, is because of the smoker. Is dead mesquite, so we're, mm-hmm. we we can find deadfall and, oh, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, highly inadvisable to go out and just <laughs> chop a tree. Down. I just put that out there, <laughs> so no one said there's no misconstruing yeah, or anything well, like well, that. Brad Bibber told me I could go fucking <laughs> chop a tree down anytime I want, just because I'm a badass. Well, so that's kind of the foundation of it, right? To, at least to me, because I think yep. of like, all right, if I'm gonna barbecue, where does it start with? Start with with the wood. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go f- collect some wood, and then it's like. Nah, right. So th- right. that's but it, you can't. But there's there's you there's can, awesome wood people it? in Phoenix. Yeah. Is it, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. some small, places small, little... you got to smoke. Uh, a couple, yeah, uh, I call her the wood lady. I still don't know her name. <laughs> dude, no, what, dude, I was just there. Like I have two, so three many people ago. in my contacts that start with mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Mushroom Charlie, mushroom Matt, connect. mushroom yeah. John. Like, yep. It's just that. Uh, I will say that James at AZ Firewood is always he. Now, at Cartwrights, I needed a lot of wood. Yeah. Mm. Everything was wood burning okay. in the restaurant all the time. Eight hours a day, needed fires going. <clears throat> James at AZ Firewood <clears throat> took care of us for years. Yeah. Yeah, super good guy. Okay. Where's that at? Um, Is it technically uh, Tempe? No. Central area. It's in central Phoenix. Like a okay. Van Buren and 40, no. Van He's Buren and 32nd Street. Cool. Nice, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. You got the wood lady, right? So, yeah, she's really off of to... like Greenway and 16th Street. Oh, or something. I know. Oh, I, okay. I never oh. knew her name either. Yeah, <laughs> I know the place. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. They, firewood they, they, here. Yeah. All you yeah. see is a firewood yeah. arrow. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what their names are. Mm-hmm. They got their money. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the wood. They got their money. Yeah. No, oh, I know exactly where you're talking about. I drove past it for years, and at one point, someone was like, "Oh, we need wood," and we didn't chop any. I was like. Yeah, I've got a spot. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking jump over there real quick. I might have, I might have drove by myself. Oh, I'm right? sure. You have. Oh, yeah. If you get off, yeah. if you get off the 17 on Greenway and head east, yeah, you, yeah. you exactly. really yep. can't miss it. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's, I, I've been there. There's one on 19th Avenue too. I think there's a firewood place on that. Yeah, there lots are of, lots I mean, of opportunities. Yeah. You don't have to be driving on the no, on the, on the not, roads. No. Like to, yes, to be, a, to, be a sm- to be a backyard smoker, you don't have to go get your own wood. No, no. All it's right, fun. so I'll kind of I'll, I'll kind of anchor the conversation in this. Right when COVID hit, everybody wanted to start a, a garden. Right, mm-hmm. everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. So I reach out to this guy. I'm like, hey, I'm looking to start a garden. Right. No shit. Everybody else is too. So, but I'm not going only, green. Yeah. Not only did he help, uh, you know, advise me, this dude brought dirt from his farm oh. to my place. And I, I, I'm ashamed to say that that dirt has gone unused. 
I had a couple things that grew. The dog ate the strawberries. But anyways, so I wanted to start, uh, you know, do a little garden, do a couple things here, a couple things there. And I realized it was a lot more than what I, than oh, yeah. I expected. Oh, right. Yeah. So for you guys, right, uh, how, how can somebody, just a common person like myself, kind of start a little something at home? Something easy, something easily uh, maintainable, you know, something that's hard, like in the desert here specifically, I guess we could say, right? Yeah, for sure. Know? I think it's a, <clears throat> knowing knowing where you are, uh, you know, where you live and where I live are only 15 minutes or so apart. Yeah. But a really different, <clears throat> really different hyper climate. Uh, and it's kind of getting to know, and like John Naughton out at Mountain Sky Farm, he's a 132nd in Rio Verde area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and the guy gets frost. Mm -hmm. and ice uh, and, yeah, so and just you know that 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 layer of geography that just slopes flat and down all the way to the verde river from the back side of the mcdowell's <clears throat> it's just it's different his elevation's a little lower than mine but he gets yeah. nailed by these cold snaps mm, okay more often than not so it's a little bit of that you know no, just knowing where you are and, and what's going on and then uh for me it's a matter i'm not an urban farm obviously yeah. <laughs> but uh it's a matter of knowing kind of what's what's right there like are you gonna have deer do you have rabbits sure. do you have gophers yeah. and then you go about <clears throat> about it that way if, if you don't then then you're great you're in your backyard just like you had yeah, last blocked year. in everything's yeah. blocked well, in. even that spot you had last year that could provide quite a bit of food i think it was maybe four feet by yeah. eight feet or something like yep. that uh and then we find the same thing of like 40 feet by 20 feet at, on my property produces produced last year like thousands of pounds of squash oh, wow. uh, yeah. thousands of chili tapine uh just passion fruit <clears throat> lines all the fencing uh artichokes and and things like that where you it's taken me what we're in our third growing season now it's taken me this long to find out like okay corn does not work well for me Okay. Corn doesn't work well for me because of the critters, not the climate, yeah. because of the critters. Uh, chilies do because critters don't eat them. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, artichokes or peppers. Are to, uh, peppers, pe in peppers in general. Peppers in general, especially spicy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Critters yeah. won't eat. And and, and peppers are hardy here in the desert too, yeah. right? Like yeah. they're yeah. And then that's the third thing is I want to <clears throat> I see some of these farmers, local uh, that I would never use because they're. To have this punchline or tagline of, like, have you ever seen this grow in Arizona? I'm like, no, because it doesn't fucking want to. <laughs> You're forcing exactly. water into the ground that we yeah. don't have. Yeah. So what grows well here? Corn, squash, beans, all the things the natives grew. Yeah. All of that yeah. stuff grows well yep. here. Uh, so it's it's <clears throat> it's things like that. And it, sometimes it takes a couple of tries. I think that's yeah. where a lot of people get disheartened with gardening or farming. I wanted to say something earlier, but I'm like, let me, fit, let me finish this stuff. <laughs> not only uh, Elena, your <laughs> wife, is not only going to be mad that you were chewing on camera, but that you actually had chew on your forehead. Yeah, <laughs> on, on my lips, giving her a kiss. Well, years ago, uh, Chris Malloy at the New Times wrote a big old article about <clears throat> Jaron and I, and it was after we kind of just started formulating what mm -hmm. Cartwrights is going to be after I bought it and stuff. And it opens the article with a <laughs> uh, meet Vibber with his sunken dark eyes and a lip packed full of Copenhagen. <laughs> like, oh, man, my mom's going to 
be really upset with me. So, I mean, you get, like, minutes sometimes of, like, you know, you want to upload it because yeah. you want to share it. And everyone, it's not a secret that I chew Copenhagen. <laughs> right? uh, yeah. But, you know, it's just a matter of time before, like, who's going to call first, mom or grandma? Yeah, yeah. Who's going to call first? <laughs> right. My grandma said yeah. one time, like, what happened to that beautiful little boy that I used to know? And I said, like, on social media, like, oh, he's dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so then you got grandma and mom involved. Oh, like, yeah. hey, you made your grandma really upset. I'm like, oh, it's just a joke. I'm like, eh, they don't understand it that way. I'm like, all right, it's just trying to be funny. Plus, I'm not that same little boy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of serious note. Not that same guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, you say a problem that most people, uh, a lot of people have when wanting to do. They give up. Yeah. yeah. They give Myself. up. Myself. Yeah. No, it, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, it is. I think it we is. were talking earlier about, like, well, I thought I had it all put together that first season. We had this <clears throat> plastic fencing around. Just, I felt very proud of myself. We'd rigged it up and we'll rabbits bite through plastic fencing. <laughs> 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 Spoiler alert. <clears throat> uh, well, I went out and I had. All of my spinach, Swiss chard, corn, beans, and like these are these are seeds that people had entrusted we, me with. That's how I felt. <clears throat> yeah. Like Ramona Farms and and uh, Jaron's brother and things like that. And things were growing, 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 growing. I went out; it was just decimated one morning. All you, uh, I'm telling you, is broke, broken hearted. Yeah. you know. Well, and that's and that's coming from like I would I know how I would feel as just you know an urban farmer. But like, mm-hmm. if this is your livelihood, right? right. This yeah. is this is your right. It's how you mm-hmm. feed your family. It's right. how you sustain your business. It's yeah. <clears throat> it's how we we spend more on some things with our concept, and therefore yeah. we need to spend less on other things. So we depend on raising things. Yeah. We write menus around what's what's being harvested. <clears throat> this year we're a little luckier or yeah. smarter, maybe <laughs> half half. Uh, but. But no, it's 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 heartbreaking. Yeah. So you see, like when these farmers post something of like had a heavy frost last night, and like they're not just giving you an update of like mm. there it was really cold at their house. They yeah. they they got fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They they might be sideways now with their finances. They can't sell you mm. anything. They can't provide what they wanted to sell. It's 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 much different than selling someone some you know a computer over the phone. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's much, yeah. Much different connection. Well, actually, you know what? That kind of, I, I guess that kind of brings it for me full circle, right? Because I already gave up on gardening myself. Right? How many, how many times? <laughs> what? Come on. I, I tried Come vegetables on. once, right? Yeah. I was like, you know, early on though, I realized like, you know, I, I see how much, you know, time these guys put into this and, oh, yeah. and the effort and, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just buy the things locally. Right. And then that's right. That, that's okay. right yeah. now. That's what kind of brought it all. It's like, you know what? You know, uh, the, what's, what is it? Uh, big is it Big Sky Farms? Mountain Sky. Mountain Sky Farms or Riba Farms or whoever yeah. it is, like you can still get quality mm, yeah. products and not have to work because I'm not doing that shit. Man, <laughs> yeah, right? it's, 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 there's, it's a it's a different level to, yes. of what's going on, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's an investment of of, of like time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Uh, your mental space, physically being out yeah. there and putting all that work into that stuff that a lot of folk don't see, right? Yeah. Yep. Versus, you know, oh, I just went to Fry's and got the, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know yeah. how come they cilantro yeah. <laughs> you don't look like that? Yeah, it doesn't taste like that, doesn't look like that. <laughs> right. It's the same thing. When we're in control of growing something, we can harvest it whenever we want. Yeah. If for some reason we want <clears throat> cilantro to go to seed and flower, because we want to make cilantro pesto yeah out of it out of the flowers <clears throat> and then we have that control over it where right like if you go 
even to a produce sourcer, it might be great produce. It might have come from Phoenix. It might have <clears throat> been grown sustainably, but you're still missing one little connection you could have. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'll let you make that connection because that's a lot of work, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's most often what we hear is this is expensive well, yeah. and it's really hard to do. I'm like, yeah, so it's taken mm-hmm. a lifetime to set these systems up. Yeah. Yep. A lifetime yeah. in, in the kitchen. And I've been cooking way more than half of my life now. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just, it's, it was always part of my life. It was always part of like kitchens in Europe and whatnot, foraging and yeah. wild foods. They don't call it foraging. It's not trendy. It's just a way of life. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> so coming back to the States and Jaren and I linking up years ago, it, it, to put it all together, it's, it's the same thing. People will ask. They don't as often anymore. I think hopefully people are catching <clears throat> a little hang of it of like, yeah. you guys just park your trucks and just go wander around and <laughs> hope you find stuff. <laughs> oh. Yep, right along like, the cool, time. here's my yeah. fucking stack of notebooks <laughs> right. of all the weather, all the snowfall, all the rainfall, what we collected last year, what we hoped to collect, what we want to collect next year, menu ideas, <clears throat> all things we tried this year, things that we knew we got last year that we can get in more abundance this year. It's, it's, yeah. it's nonstop. Yeah. Well, it, I was, so, you know, being on the Food Network show and, uh, you know, the, the host a couple times has been like, how, how is this sustainable? Or somehow it's come up a few times, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I was telling him it's like, uh, it's not replicable, right? Like it's, it's, nah, it's sustainable for these guys, but that's the draw, right? That's the yeah. draw. So, so I guess in this whole, the whole full circle of this episode is now I'm now convinced that just buy from local producers for you know, <laughs> vegetables and stuff, right? And, of- and, and also uh, being aware, right? And yeah. having a better, uh, not only understanding, but appreciation for what's going on. And when people are, you know, when people are, whether it's foraging or down to the people that's breeding dogs, right? Like yeah. people are spending their time, their money, their resources into this. You yeah. can't just, you know, look it up on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Say, I'm yeah. in it, you right. know? Yeah. Right. For sure. And that's where and that's where when you go to taste those things or if you're the person cooking it, there's a there's more love that comes across where I can give you all the same ingredients, bro. Yeah. You're not gonna touch it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna do that's it. That's just it. Exactly. Yeah, that's just that's it. That's awesome. Well man. we used to laugh, uh Jared and I worked at Roca Accor. As it was building up and had come from London and got the American investors and and built them up in Scottsdale and Chicago, San Francisco and things like that, Uh, where a couple times over the course of the years of us working there, you'd hear someone say like, hey, so-and-so stole the whole recipe book. I'm like, so-and-so never made that recipe, so they don't know the fucking tricks. (laughs) They don't know. Yes, it says mirin and ginger, but you don't know to blend the ginger with the mirin to make it into a paste. Yeah. So yeah. if you just start chopping, I mean, I used to fuck those recipes up when I was just a newbie. There. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it says, it says ginger. And, and it's just like uh, my wife watches the Harry Potter movies. There is one uh, where there's like a, a potion book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's tons of notes in one of them. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're, you, it's not always just the recipe. Right. Sure. There's little deviations. Yeah. My mom lied to me for like 20 years <laughs> about how she made her chocolate chip cookies. Really? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she told me, oh, I don't use, I don't use butter. I use lard. Perfect. And then years later, you know, you revisit it. Like, hey, the cookies just don't really work out how you said they would. And she was like, Eventually, she was like, well, do you whip, like, a tablespoon of water into the lard <laughs> to make it really fluffy <laughs> and then fold it into the dry stuff or not? And I was like, no, because you never said that in the recipe. Just, and she was like, well, everything's not in there. She originally told me it was the recipe on the back of the Toll House chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> right. 
So it's just like that. You have to be yeah. in it in that moment. Yeah. <clears throat> Someone has to sometimes, we were talking about it with mushrooms, hold your hand right. and, yeah. and show you, like, do you see why this is wrong? Do you see why this isn't right? Yeah. And and I've gotten some great knowledge. I don't, I don't like being accosted, but, yeah. but sometimes someone physically taking your hand and showing you this is how you stir the risotto. Mm, right. This is how you find the mushrooms. Yeah. <clears throat> this is how you do this recipe. This is how you blend the ginger into the mirin. It's those little things where yes, you cannot you can't you can't go I can go on YouTube and fix that Toyota out there. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. The, whole For thing sure. the whole thing. But I, I can't teach you what what we do off of YouTube. Yeah. I constantly even this morning there's a guy <clears throat> that's new to Arizona. I saw him on the Southwest Foraging Forum. We constantly say like, hey jump in our truck. Yeah. Anytime you want. doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Just hit us up. Come for a ride. Yeah. Just kind of see. See yeah, how see it goes. It right. See if it's something you really like or if you're terrified. Dude, I was already <laughs> out after the garden, so. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it out of his backyard. Uh, so I've known Brett for, what, three, four, five years now, and I still haven't gone on, on a trip. And, and I want to see it, but I'm like, man, that's I'm, I get up early. I don't have a problem with that, but. I don't know, man. I like air conditioning. I like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of soft, so maybe I do need it. In two hours, I'm going to be in the pines. Yeah, uh, but it's beautiful, man. Like, the stuff you guys see, I can't even, I can't even imagine. So, all right, good, good point is the mushroom side of things, right? Because mm-hmm. I think of foraging. I think, for me, I think of mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also, I remember taking a picture of probably – I don't know how big an oyster mushroom can get, but this thing was like that big. Oh, yeah. Massive. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm on a hike by myself, right? And I'm like, that looks incredible. And I take a picture and I send it to Brett. You know, I'm in the forest, so it takes like 40 minutes for it to get to him. By the time it does, I'm already on the road. And he's like, dude, you need to pick that. I'm like, shit. I left it because <laughs> no, I, I thought it was going to kill me. But but that's that's a big thing is knowing like what, what you're no. getting, right? Yep. Like, so w- what is a quick, or I don't want to say a quick, but w- what, what are some baselines to tell people on getting stuff from the wild? On getting things from the wild in general? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get a guide. Okay. Uh, we yeah. give all of our cooks, <laughs> all of our new cooks, a book called Southwest Foraging. It's by John oh, yeah. Slattery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I've known of John since I was in college in tucson in the early 2000s uh <clears throat> smart as a whip medicinal edible just everything about the south that book is very straightforward too i mean i have some books that read like <clears throat> read like the catechism you know like is this, like, is this latin is this english is it yeah. i'm not quite sure maybe that's italian i'm not sure uh john's is who what where when why and more importantly how so how to do it what to do with it when to do it where to get it uh very straightforward you know <clears throat> kind pictures of, and stuff like that say, kind of yeah. kind of two pages of pictures yep. uh in different stages of the plant okay and then and then literally those things broken down semicolon wise uh, like how how to use it where it is ooh, when to get yep. it okay uh <clears throat> very good book i i always t- and you can delve off from there mushrooms I've always told someone it was the last thing that Jaron and I started foraging for to serve. Uh, you want you want someone with you. Okay. You you want to like join mm-hmm. the Arizona Mushroom Forum. You want to okay. you want to go on group forays with people that are that are very intelligent about it. Mycology is very different yeah. than than anything else out there. Okay. There's there's mushrooms that pop up <clears throat> every so often. 
there's mushrooms. I see new mushrooms every year that I don't know. That yeah. again, we're we're working with wow. a group of people on the back end too of like, <clears throat> you know, this looks like this, and like, okay, have you talked to so and so? He's a professor of mycology at ASU or U of A, and like, okay, okay so these are some draws yeah. and depths mm-hmm. that we can go to of like, yeah. what is this? How is it? How is it sequenced? Is this the? Is this what I think it is? Uh, <clears throat> there's mushrooms that are easy to identify, yeah. uh, but in general, I always tell people you want to go with someone. Yeah. You want to go with someone that's an expert. And and there are. They're not, like we said, the best foragers in Arizona and around, they're not chefs. Yeah. We might be the best foraging chefs or most known for it, but yeah. but it doesn't make us the most formidable mm-hmm. and knowledgeable. <clears throat> in the mm-hmm. area, there's other people that, like I said, we draw off of. Instead of, you know, chefs, we, <clears throat> we're past that point in our career where I need to, like, seek out the mentorship or knowledge, you know, yeah. of a chef above me foraging world will never stop there's always yeah, gonna be something yeah. smarter than you and you go to it and then you leave your location you know we're in alaska and like the pacific northwest a lot of the summer <clears throat> doing different foraging dinners and things like that is just totally different where yeah. same thing like okay who can i link up with yeah now that i'm in sitka and who's a who's the best forager in sitka that i can right. go out with this day yeah it's, it's it's a much more much less catty than the chef world yeah <laughs> yeah there's so many it sounds like there's so many variables Species, subspecies, oh, yeah. cultures, subcultures, yep. geography Absolutely. mixed in. Like it's a, it's a, it's a melting pot of everything mm-hmm. that's going on in there, man. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I was coming into this thinking, all right, how we can, how, how is Brett and Jaren going to teach me how to forage in twenty minutes? And they let me down. Uh, <laughs> let you down? <laughs> no, no, but no, but but uh, in all seriousness, like it put, puts it into perspective of how, how much respect I have for these guys, right? right? Because you think you're gonna, oh, you know what? Oh, Brett Vibber is gonna say, oh, this is what you know an oyster uh, mushroom looks like. So I'm gonna go be able to pick them, and yeah, next thing you know, I'm. You know, passed Zapped. out next Zapped. to the- <laughs> there's there's always things that are there's always things that are easy in nature. We say mushrooms for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Every single mushroom has a doppelganger. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. it's hard. I mean, you like a false chanterelle versus a chanterelle. <clears throat> it took me a long time before I thought I was confident in saying like, uh, like testing it. You mean no? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one. And that's that the hard up. right. And that's the hard thing is it. It can't be that like. Oh, it tastes like one. Yeah. 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 Or oops, it doesn't. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, now I'm zapped. Yeah. Uh, now, now we're going for a trip. Dude, we're, we, we, we need to do a mushroom beer called Zapped. Right. right? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Uh, so with with other wild foods, I, I always tell people, like, start with prickly pears. Okay. Yep. We're bored to all hell with prickly pears, but yeah. we still get them every year. Yeah. They're easy. There's nothing okay. else in nature that looks like it. You, you're not. People know what to, how to. <clears throat> right. You're going to yeah. get thorns in your hands and stuff like that. But That's part of the experience. Yeah, you'll figure right? that yeah. out. It's it's much different than eating the wrong mushroom. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would. I would. I would definitely. You know, you you can start in in things like John's book, Southwest Foraging. There's yeah. not a fucking mention of mushrooms. Oh really? No. Okay. Not okay. One. Not Very one. interesting. You've got a lot of desert stuff. Yeah, and desert stuff's really. I mean, we can see Palo Verde out the window yeah. right now. We can see mesquite out the window right now. I can see cactus across the way out the window right now, and Ocotillo across the way, <clears throat> and, and different things like that. Where there's not a poisonous dump. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> right. There's not a oh, fuck, was that the right mosquito? Right. Uh, yeah. So it, it's it's the deserts 
different in everything's trying to get you. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything's protecting itself. <laughs> yeah. You know, the desert, it's not, these, these plants are the same as an animal. They've grown and adapted to protect themselves. So if nine times out of ten, it's it's just everything's spiky. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, everything's, yeah. everything's trying to protect its fruit on its, on its limbs. So yeah. it's a cactus or, or one thing or another. But, I mean, that, that can be done with gloves and tongs and blowtorch to take the spines off. It's different than... The wrong mushroom. Uh, yeah. Well, Brett cannot stress enough. Do <laughs> yeah, not, man. Do not try the mushroom uh, foraging. Yeah. No, but, definitely not. But but also, once again, it comes back to like I've got some some incredible Riba Farms. Riba mm-hmm. Farms has a whole. I mean, it's not wild mushrooms, but mm-hmm. this dude's got a whole like cargo uh, container all mushrooms so oh, you nice. walk in this thing and, and so you can nice. you can go to local farms yeah. and farmers markets. Well, and, absolutely, and, and, and do like that. we said. The forest roads just opened. You know, our big mushroom spots, those roads just opened on Saturday. They close like mid-October yeah. to, to mid-April in general. Yeah. No rule. Uh, <clears throat> but they just opened, so there's only so many months that we can get wild mushrooms. So you've got guys like Mark Ryan yeah. uh, at Riba. You've got guys like Michael at Southwest Mushrooms. You've got guys like Brian at Haifa Foods, where you can sustain also like brian at haifa foods he sources wild foods from around the world okay okay so it might not be mushroom season in arizona but that means it's mushroom season in australia yep or tibet or or somewhere else uh <clears throat> where he's again found a way to be sustainable because yeah. he's done his research he's, he's he knows his business uh so we you know that he's almost like a co-op of foragers where okay. <clears throat> where we can <clears throat> we don't get ramps in Arizona. Do we want to use ramps sometimes? Hell yeah, for sure. So, you know, we send him some barrel cactus fruits. There you go. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's I think for this episode, that's the main thing we want to get across is you know, whether it's foraging or whether you're in your backyard, it there's always a process and there's always things to draw inspiration from. <laughs> You can hear you can hear these guys' story and, and and have a better appreciation for hey you know what this time I am gonna go the extra mile and you know what I mean I'm gonna switch up the ingredients mm-hmm. I think there's a direct correlation between you know that payoff right mm-hmm. I, I smoke something for twelve hours mm-hmm. all day you know you see your family eating it they're yeah. smiling there's mm-hmm. good vibes mm-hmm. all around and also when you're down to when you're out there foraging. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there's some hiking involved. There's some, you know what I mean? It's physically, oh, yeah. it's yeah, physically yeah. taxing. But once you get to that final payoff, mm-hmm. that final, you know, whether it's a dish or whatever it may be, it's all, it's all centered around love. It's centered around hard work yep. and just uh, in community too, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I it. think that's that's the 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 antithesis of my approach. <laughs> I just oh le- I just learned what antithesis <laughs> means. I'm going to, fr- to fry. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what the word means, but hey. <laughs> I think it was used well. I think it was, it was used well. Been waiting a long time to use that one. Uh, but no, I, I dig it. I, I you know I love you guys like what you guys do, and and you know I, I try to sometimes replicate what what you guys do a little bit, but even if it's just grinding my own chiltepine. Right. <laughs> you gotta start with something, right? Yeah, something. man. But so, okay, what are a couple of things that people can easily? You were talking about prickly pear, mm-hmm. right? Adding mm-hmm. some prickly. What What are some other things here in Arizona that people can easily kind of add into the backyard repertoire? Even if it's like you don't have to get it yourself, you know. Even if it's... right, no, there's th- wild foods that are readily available. Mesquite yeah. flowers become quite readily readily mm-hmm. available. <clears throat> uh, Mount Hope 
is a really good source of it in cottonwood. Okay. They ship all over the world. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah what does so, mesquite? What what uh what do you use mesquite flowers for? We use it for a number of things. <clears throat> the last couple uh, events or dinners that we've done, we've had a mesquite crepe uh, on there. Oh, We're wow. gonna do that this weekend with some pickled uh, fiddlehead ferns and morel mushrooms and That's goat cool. creme fresh. That's cool. Uh, some big old dollop of caviar right on top. Ooh. Uh, That's when. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> right at your seat, buddy. Uh, but, uh, you know, things things like that are super readily available. Prickly pear, uh, there's a company called Desert Gatherings. Okay. Uh, tons of different prickly pear products, uh, probably some mesquite products. Uh, but just, like I said, a couple of different couple different places out there. Hit the farmer's markets. Check okay. out some of the local mm. festivals, the prickly pear festival, like honey festivals, things like that are that are super, super local, you know. Sure. Not to take away from any other festival, but not just like a foodie, gluttony driven mm, yeah. festival, but like, but like your farmers markets and, yeah. and chat with people mm. about like people that grow local mushrooms or people that harvest local honey. That's not the only local thing mm-hmm. that they that they utilize. I, I assure you of that. They yeah. they have a network, and there's that network out there of people that use wild foods. Yeah, Th- that's big too, mm. man. Chat with people. Yeah. get outside. Yep. Talk to some folks, mm-hmm. and they might not, you know, be from the same area that you're from or speak the same. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But get out yep. here and just uh, rely on community because when you do that, man, that's when you become resourceful, right? Oh, yeah. the, the cat that you would just walk past <laughs> on the street and not give him, you know, pay him any mind, he might have all the information in the world that you need <laughs> yep, to accomplish exactly. the same goal that you're trying to do, yeah. which is everybody's trying to make you know, an awesome meal for the people that they love, they, you know, their family and their friends, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Dude, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for joining. Thanks yeah. for having us. Fat Dudes, Fat Foods, uh, Wild Arizona Cuisine. Yeah. Uh, Brett, uh, depending on when this comes out, Brett, uh, the show may have already wrapped up. but uh, yeah. But um, Big restaurant bet. Yeah. Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we named we're over here, we're over here. <laughs> i'm happy to be back to reality uh, you know nothing like leaving a reality show to actually feel like you're coming back to reality brett vibber my friends right there all right guys nice work Thank you. Peace.